0: DNDR Gaming Podcast, brought to you by WGT Golf. Remember to download it totally for free today at dnvrgolf.com. they got all kinds of real-world golf courses for you to play there, get super hardcore into it, or just whack at a golf ball while you're waiting in line at the bank. Either way, you're having some fun on your phone or your laptop with WGT Golf. I'm your host, Drew Kreisman. With me, as always, is the DNVR Avalanche crew, or at least the main pillars of the crew. Don't want to leave Evan out the situation you guys having a lot of fun over there on the av side. Of course we got to have a little fun talking games with Rudo and AJ. And on this episode we're talking MMORPGs, a unique segment of the gaming community as AJ and I were talking about on one of the more recent podcasts we had done that uh, it's almost a completely separate thing entirely unto itself. So I'll start with you AJ. Why don't you give us your earliest experiences and memories of climbing into this world of MMORPGs and and how different it was from (laughs) the typical gaming experience you had had before that?
1: Well, so my first first exposure to MMOs was Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. Um, I did not get into it when it first came out. Uh, I jumped into it when the Nightfall expansion came out. And so the way that it was, the way that Guild Wars was set up is they had, uh, like, Guild Wars came out, and then Guild Wars Factions came out as a separate campaign, and then Guild Wars Nightfall came out. And they were considered, like, expansions, but they were also standalone games. So, like, I bought Nightfall first, and I had Nightfall. Then I had to go back and buy the other two as well in order to have access to them and play them. So it was like standalone games, but they mixed in. Mm. It, was, it was interesting, uh, but it was, it was a hell of an introduction uh, because it was like once you opened up the map, I remember opening the map and going, oh my God, <laughs> this world <laughs> is huge. Because it's you know the fog of war over the map and then as you run through it you open up like that section of it mm-hmm. and the original guild the original guild wars puts you in a setting and then literally destroys the world at like level 5 mm-hmm. and rebuilds it and then you you spawn into this world and you're like what the hell this is so big and I, had, I was playing with a, a group of my really, really, my, my closest friends back in the day. Um, there were four of us that were kind of running around and had no idea what we were doing. And it's, it was funny, like, we had the dumbest builds. Uh, like, the, the character combinations were so terrible and they were so useless. And we didn't know any of this until way too late, until we'd already made our characters and we were screwed. Yeah, but that was that was where I got my start, man. Was the early on in the Guild Wars life cycle.
2: I think the thing that really sold MMOs for me is not just the massive world that you get to play in, but so many games, even today, single player games. All the conversation is about, oh yeah, it's a giant world, but how do they make it feel like a living, breathing game? everyone applauded red dead redemption 2 for doing a great job of having random events that make the world feel alive you want the world to feel alive put a billion humans in it
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that that's definitely i I think the way to achieve that so Rudolph, because my i haven't really even dove into the world of mmorpgs until very very recently i've been scared of them for a lot of the reasons i think a lot of people are, so I'll talk about that in a little bit. But, Rudo, why don't you give us, since it was kind of around that same time, your earliest memories and introduction and, and what that was like getting to know this unique type of gaming experience.
2: First of all, I see Vaguely Sober saying EVE Online in the uh, the chat. EVE Online is not even a video game. That is like... a. Mining and economy simulator, yeah, it's yeah. Wall Street Center. yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: some legendary stories of some some underhanded shit that people have done to each
2: other on definitely know. some crazy stuff, like literally thousands of real life dollars lost in that game. But Oof. my first experience was as many people around my age. World of Warcraft, the first MMO that I ever played. I got into classic relatively late um but close enough i I didn't quite make it to 60 because much like aj's experience i was a kid who was brand new to this type of game had no idea what i was doing playing with a couple of friends Uh, i played a warrior my first time through and at at one point i was out leveling my friend by a little bit and our conclusion that we came to was oh warriors must just level faster for some reason (laughs) Nope. A totally That's, logical conclusion. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly had no idea what I was doing back then. Um, my life in MMOs has come a very, very long way. I've spent many, many years playing MMOs at an extremely hardcore level since then. But, yeah, it that was the first game for me that really... Allowed myself to fully immerse myself in the game. Like it, it's still the, it's still the case that MMOs are one of the only games in the world where I can forget that I exist in the real world. And, yeah. Having played plenty of other games, you know, playing lots of Halo growing up, game is fun, super intense. You're into it, but then you die in that game, and you remember that you're holding a controller, and you're not out there fighting in an MMO.
1: And if you're like me, when you hold that controller after time, <laughs> there's a temptation to break it.
0: <laughs> see how well that controller does. Uh, yeah, I I totally see what you're talking about there, Rudo. because like I said, I so I haven't gotten into this, and it was basically only pulled in because my favorite video game franchise of all time finally made a really good one. And actually, people will tell you that Final Fantasy eleven was a really good one um But that's part of where, so that came out like in the early 2000s, right? And I didn't have the internet access. I said I didn't have a PC that could run it. And you could technically do it on your PlayStation 2, but like online MMORPG oh gaming God. on your PS2. Can you imagine? Yeah. Now,
2: I we did that with Final Fantasy 11 for a little while. It was awful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was exactly my experience. And then in addition to that, you know, I'm, uh, You know, I I do get immersed in the single player experience uh, pretty deeply. I I do like a lot of, you know, the story driven games, Halo being one of the obviously the Final Fantasies or whatever. And so I never felt the need to like I'm scared of big maps and of interacting with other human beings on on, online who might be particularly friendly. And you run into that in the MMO community a a lot. Right. Or or even Uh, (laughs) that I've got to be social with people in order to achieve my end game goals where there are times it's like I would really rather not have to team up with people to do this and even though I enjoy other people being in the world so it was a scary thing man it was tough to get past because there's there is that element of like if I do something wrong in this dungeon are people gonna yell at me for being a noob and an idiot and not understand and I don't I still I've played all of the base game of Final Fantasy XIV and its first expansion now, Heavensward. And I'm still not convinced that I am actually playing the game correctly. That I'm playing my class correctly. That I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in dungeons and stuff. And it's like, it's not, not everyone totally gets it. It can be a tough community to get into. So,
2: there is a very big schism in the world of Warcraft community. And newer players to the game won't understand this because... A couple of expansions ago, they merged all PvE and PvP servers and they t- had this thing called War Mode, if you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. There used to be PvE servers, which were focused on players versus monsters, players versus environment, and then there were PvP servers where you could still do all of the players versus environment stuff. There was just also world PvP. I grew up on a PvP server. So there are certain zones in the game where it's just an accepted fact that if you're not a max level character, you are going to die and die and die at the hands of other players at infinitum, just forever. It's just part of the game. And you just, if that's the way you were raised on the game, you just accept it and you just live with it. If you were raised on a PvE server and you tried to go to a PvP server, you couldn't handle it. Like, it was the worst experience of your life.
1: So I... Guild Wars, Guild Wars was a PvP. Um, its development was built... It, its PvP systems were built first. And then they realized, nobody's going to buy this. And so they built the MMO around the PvP game that they had made. And it's why the pvp in guild wars is so good yeah and it's it's the any long time guild wars player will tell you that the true end game of 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 guild wars is pvp you go through the game you learn how to play it you learn all the skills you learn the builds you learn all the stuff right and all it is is just training ground for pvp and then you get into pvp and it is the hardest goddamn thing i've ever played (laughs) (laughs) It is like the interrupt system and like the baiting of people and the interactions. And it's like, Oh, this is a quarter second cast. And this guy still interrupted this and just shut down my entire bar. And I'm just sitting here as this hammer warrior crams it up my ass because (laughs) that guy just shut me down. And it was a skill thing. Like that guy just dominated you. And it was it was tremendous the challenge involved in learning the PvP aspect of it. And that was after thousands of hours of playing through the games and the campaigns and different classes and all the shit. It was such a breath of fresh air to be like, this game is really hard
2: again. Chat has kind of been money tonight. Cygnus's comment here about only playing two MMOs currently. If you're taking playing an MMO seriously, that's the only game you can play like that. You don't have time to play other video games because you need to spend all of your free time playing an MMO. And that's a terrible thing sometimes,
0: but it's also reality. (laughs) Totally. And and as I've learned recently, not even if you're just doing it for all of the gameplay reasons, which I had done before, but, you know, Katie, uh, my girlfriend, Caitlin, has like a, mostly doesn't pay attention to the video games when they're on where i think i've mentioned before she's gotten into pokemon go then she advanced to bug snacks she's almost beaten bug snacks completely without me even basically noticing she's just totally into that game and then the story for final fantasy 14 you know for the base game it was all right it got really good in heavens now she's hooked on the story. It's literally the only game that we can play because we've only got time for that. You 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 keep going. It doesn't stop. It doesn't end. It's like we're now binge watching a television show as much as anything. And there's no time to go away from this thing. Because, and, and then when we're not running through the story, when she's like at work or I've got a little extra time to game, it's like I could do something else. But when she gets home i better have the good equipment so that when we get to the next boss fight we can get through that really quick and then get to the next big storyline moment it's like oh it's it's just become what we do now
2: <laughs> yeah i i play wow with my wife now and uh, aj and i and and her and, and z as well are in a guild that kills bosses two days a week and without us now because we have to cover hockey but you know they out there killing bosses um I, I, Drew, did you play Final Fantasy 14, like super recently, or did you ever play the first iteration of it?
0: So I did not play the game when it was objectively terrible. Yeah. When it <laughs> first launched and there's a phenomenal
1: way, man. You got a gaming PC the... after all these years and you're like, I got to play Final Fantasy
0: 14. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's really, really really good is the reason why and, and I've learned that but it, it is amazing that it went from an objective disaster like unplayable like the menus you couldn't navigate you could almost not play the game and of course they admitted that go on YouTube and and just find a go like Final Fantasy 14 rebirth documentary or reborn documentary something like the the when they relaunched it they called it around the world
2: reborn, reborn. it is a
0: yeah It is amazing what the development people at that company did and the way they worked with the fans to say, we're really sorry about this. We promise we're going to make something good through on that. We got this comment here from anime as leaders saying, I haven't even gotten to the good parts yet. And I've had a lot of people tell me that after heaven's word, it just keeps getting better and better. Now they have a, a trick they can pull on because final fantasy can pull on almost 30 years of their own history. And throw nostalgia and super fun things from there at you whenever they want world of warcraft has done that now that they've built it from the ground up just through world of warcraft and through i guess the expanded warcraft universe and stuff as well but where you can do those things but it is amazing how they went from this this totally broken game to something that now i'm i'm legitimately addicted to playing all the time and and every time we sit down for a two or three hour play session It feels totally worth it. We're glad we've subbed to it, you know, that that we've spent the money, that we've spent our time there. It's completely rewarding. And this is as somebody who's been scared of MMOs for most of my life.
2: Yeah, it's if you're a a world-building nerd, a, a lore nerd, MMOs, and you're not playing MMOs, like, you're just doing it wrong, all right? Like, look, I have a World of Warcraft book right here. Uh, there's like 30 something books. So the WoW extended universe is approaching like Star Wars levels of complexity at this point. And it's just yeah. awesome to get lost in the content like that.
1: You know how easy it is for me to ignore all of that?
2: <laughs> Super easy. <laughs> A PvP player here, of course, just wants to kill stuff. I, you know, well, and it's funny be- because
1: I don't play WoW PvP. Yeah. Um, but I. And I won't like. And I have no interest. Horde. Uh, Horde. Yeah, of course. Basic self-respect. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I have no interest in the PvP in in WoW. All I want to do is party up with friends and do like mythic dungeons and raids. That's it. That's it's literally like it's what I think about. Just like this is what I'm gonna do. And everything builds to that. Going after gear, doing quests, leveling stuff up, whatever. It's all about doing that at a better level.
2: Yeah, everyone likes RPG chores until you don't. It's kind of one of I those was things. Ask they you all guys have about expression. this. I
0: wanted to make this a <laughs> the the,
1: the, the so, shift right, into I... daily, like here's <laughs> your here's your stuff that you do every mm. day. Where it's like, yeah. oh, I and I always tell Z, I'm like, oh, I haven't done my WoW chores for today. I got to hop on and do those. And it's just <laughs> like you run around. You spend like an hour just doing the daily things. You get them all done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. Uh, I, for me,
1: I I like it because I also know it's completely optional. And I'm totally comfortable not doing them when I don't want to do them.
0: Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about this in general. I, I may have... Uh, not gotten the most or or whatever out of the original Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn is they really lean into this with jobs that they allow you to go out and do. The, the crafting system is just st- stupid deep. You can go out, there's like three different jobs for going out into the world and collecting materials, right? And then a bunch of different jobs for what you do with those materials once you've collected them. And you can just do that forever. You don't even have to engage in combat. Like you could literally just and you wouldn't get through the story or whatever, though each one of those jobs has their own story that comes with it. And I got to a point where it's it's exactly what Rudo said. I was having an absolute blast doing it right up until I was like, have I spent like 200 hours of my life mining fake ore so that I can build fake armor so that I can wear into battle? Like occasionally because I'm too busy going out and finding the next raw materials to craft into like... It's amazing how they managed me. Like, I would never go fishing. I'm not a big guy if we're going fishing in real. Actually, I don't like fishing in video games either. Come to think of it, fishing is the one of the chores that I've never got. Since Breath Kick of Fire, the, the original. no, I don't no fish you're video.
2: getting you, kicked out, AJ. Fishing sucks.
1: Dude, fishing IRL blows. Fishing in video games? No, it's just as bad. It's just as bad. <laughs> there's something I. There's something about it that I'm just like, I'll do this. I'll sit there All right chat. I don't know why. Fishing yay or nay. And it, uh, I, I will say it depends a lot on the game because if it's like Zelda yeah. fishing, pretty good time. I like Zelda fishing. If it's like
2: wow fishing Sit kind of there, there. Sit there and <laughs> wait 8 to 15 seconds to click a button. <laughs>
1: like. I well, so what I do is I have it I do that um while I'm doing something else.
2: Do you have like and, an alert set up for it to yeah. bob and or so whatever? That, yeah. So that when it
1: bobs, it goes. Dah, dah, dah.
2: Yeah,
1: and so I just oh click on it, and but otherwise, I have something on the <laughs> other monitor rolling that I'm doing. I'm completely doing something else, but I have it so that I can do this. Yeah, I'm. I do not. I do not mind fishing uh, in video games most of the time.
2: I don't like fishing almost ever. <laughs> almost <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> in video games. The only fishing I like is Animal Crossing because I'm just trying to collect all the fish. Um,
1: I mean, Animal... In,
2: but That's just a game. But yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, the MMOs have it down to a science now of like they know just about how long they can go and then it's like, oh, you've unlocked the next level of ore that you can go out into the world and find now or, or whatever. And it just keeps you on the infinite treadmill for it for eternity. Yeah. It doesn't I mean that's not even touching someone earlier mentioned that you can one hundred percent play this the stock market with like the auction houses and wow and 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 trading gold and people make millions of gold a day in, in World of Warcraft and it's like absurd this kind of stuff you can do with that. But it's and I think that's part of the ultimate draw of MMOs is you are limited to the systems in the game, but especially to someone new to MMOs, it feels like you can go out into the world and do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. You can quest, and you can dungeon, you can just do professions, whatever it doesn't, it, you can sit and trade chat and be a troll if you want. Well, and, and wow, they have four RP servers, which
1: yep. we are on. Um, A little interesting. We played Horde, so we
2: didn't ever have to go to Goldshire.
1: Um, the first time, my first character that I was leveling up, running around with Z, we rolled into a town, and there were people who had like a full blown script, and like, oh yeah, oh
0: that's, and I was,
1: and I, and like they were into it, and I, like, I've been on the internet a long time in my life. And my initial instinct was, I have to ruin everyone's fun.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you, it, it was I, I oh, have to troll okay. this as
1: hard as I can. And Z was Aww. like, "Just leave them alone.
2: Let them
0: be. They're not mind. hurting you.
1: They're <laughs> having fun. They're doing what they want to do. Just leave them alone." And they're, I was
0: like, "They're hurting me." Trust <laughs> time is almost like step on this the sandhill <laughs>
2: dialogue. All right. They this gave, is
1: physically painful. It, it, I have it, to ruin this.
2: Whatever you've seen, it gets so much worse, man. Trust me. <laughs> they gave Hunter's eyes of the beast back in this expansion, and it, that was the worst decision ever made in the history of video games. So that, does, that means nothing to me. Good. So, you don't want to know what that means.
1: I <laughs> all I know is that she she talked she she talked me off the ledge and brought out my better angels that day. And. <laughs> Uh, one of the many reasons I I love her uh, (laughs) is she, she pushes me to be the best version of me and not give into the, the horrible instincts that just want to ruin other people's day because I don't like what they're doing. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And then, and then I actually like, there are times where like I'm flying through Oribos and they're just like lined up and they're doing something. And I'm like, you guys are weird. (laughs) But I respect it. You're saying weirdos. Please don't talk to me.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, 14 has been basic, basically made so that other than the big dungeons, you can play it as a solo experience. But there <sighs> is that thing that I know. And, and I know a lot of people don't. And you don't have to. If you choose all the PvP stuff, you can do all the extra stuff. But one of the things is that there are always people there. It goes back to what Rudo was talking about, that feeling of the world lived in right and so for someone like me who prefers not to have to interact with people i can choose to i've thought about joining mm-hmm. guilds a couple of times i've been invited to um i'm just scared uh <laughs> it's like uh, believe I'll, it or not as social as i am i have a kind of social anxiety that i'm not you know always I, super down to. Well, i recommend you do man
2: i i will recommend this to anyone playing an mmo i know it's scary i know it's weird but Joining a guild will legitimately change the way you play the game. It's a totally different world.
1: I joined a PvE guild when I was playing Guild Wars. um, Made a couple of friends that I am still friends with to this day. Have hung out with IRL. Uh, I ended up running a a GVG guild, which was guild versus guild. um, Which was like 8 versus 8 PvP back then. Um, And I ended up running a GVG guild... We had practices and rotations and we had all this stuff. I had personal training sessions with everybody set up every week. It was a whole thing, right? And one, it's a hell of a lot of work. So do not, it's why why I do not do it now. Um, I had, I had no life back then and there was nothing going on in my world. So I had all the time in the world to to run this shit, but I tell you, the relationships that I'm, I'm still friends with all of those people. I'm still in contact with all of them to this day. Um yeah. And I'm, it changed, it changes it. It really, I mean, you just look at the fact that I picked up. Wow. And it was like, like Bruno and I play to get games together. Now, you know, Michael and chat uh is in our guild uh right. on wow. And as he's playing in his first MMO ever, he's leveling his character for the first time. And he's going to, he's he's on his way to like losing his social life let's yeah. go so <laughs> it's it, it really is like there's and it's funny because it's it's the social element where all of us that didn't necessarily get to fit in very well didn't have natural fits in in the social environments we were forced into growing up we get to we get to choose these experiences and it's like if you have a right. bad time in a guild, you can tell all those people to eat your dick and leave.
2: Yep. Like, like, <laughs> I've, I've done now. exactly that before, man. And be
1: like, I never have to speak <laughs> to these people again, or I'll me. go find some people I get along with. And eventually yeah. you just will. Like if you're friendly enough, like yeah. I'm I'm not an extrovert, but every time I go into a dungeon or an LFR or something, I jump into something with someone and I'm I'm very friendly. Um I yeah. run I run LFR just to give people gear, um, right? Just to That's give awesome. people drops to help to help them out because I I just like helping people, um, right? And I and I like that social aspect of it. You do meet, you know, Randy. You should rebuild your gaming PC and quit whatever you're doing and come play WoW with us. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it it really is. It's just. There's something socially satisfying about it where I hop on there and I just, it's comfortable. You have a Discord server that you can hang out and bullshit with whatever. You sit, you talk, you have drunken game nights with people. You, not even necessarily, wow, you can play in other games now. Now you're doing other things, you know? Right. Now you guys are meeting up in Vegas for an, annu- an annual get-together where all of you come from around the country. And it just, there's nothing quite like an MMO to build a legitimate social circle that, that withstands the test of time.
2: Yep. 100% agree on that one. It's, and it's never been easier. It's never been yeah. easier to make those connections back at the start of, wow, there was no looking for group tool. You had to go sit and trade chat and spam it for an hour looking for a tank. Oh, dude. And now you click a button, you AFK for 10 minutes and you come back and you run your dungeon if someone's cool you say hey you're cool i'll add you to my friends list right
0: yeah i mean i, I have been like with the Avs community you know pretty stoked about a positive people have been and coming out and saying hey you should you should join the guild <clears throat> you know you're y- 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 y'all are selling me on it i think i'll have to do it i'll have to come back and give a report and i'll let you know one thing is you, you got to get on the same servers as people that's one thing that's that's been a little bit difficult. It's, I've, I've seen it's one thing, and I'm like, ah, we don't play on the same server, and it costs very like game-dependent problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, Guild Wars 2 attacked
1: that problem. You can be in multiple guilds which go cross server, and you can play all the content together regardless uh, of what server that you're on.
0: Ah, uh, see that? Like i, I Guild really wish I could have that because it would make doing Guild, that Guild Wars, Wars 2 so should have been the
1: best MMO ever. It should have been, and it just they just got did DPS. it just
0: not get enough support and love and celebration no, uh, they they decided they that the they were
1: above the holy trinity of dps tank and heals, and um, so every class was designed to do a little bit of everything and it doesn't feel good when you play it de-balanced. um it's it's it just doesn't like there's one ideal thing that you do for each class and it just doesn't they just they, they don't feel very good individually um the 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 ideal like the the meta builds cut out 90% of the game and it just it it just kind of sucks.
2: I mean that's if you want to talk about the negative side of MMOs, that's the other side of it. Playing WoW at the beginning you don't even know how to do quests. Like, you you don't know where to go. There's no tools. It's just like, you read the quest log, and it's like, hey, go find Mankirk's wife. And you're like, okay, okay, where is that? It could be literally anywhere.
1: You're like, all right, cool. I open up the map, and I'm like, all right, where's Mankirk? And it's literally like opening a map in a city and being like, Where's Mankirk?
0: Right. That's one thing that 14 does well, arguably too well is, and but I needed it, right? It holds your hand so much at the beginning. It, they might as well for the first 10 hours of that game go, so you've played a bunch of really linear Final Fantasy games before and you don't understand what's happening. Here's a character to hold your hand and explain what an MMO is. Here's what, you know, all these different things. And and I do appreciate that about it. But yeah, man, it can, it can feel overwhelming at first, but... I do as as a recent convert highly recommend and I'm going to do it. I'll get into a guild and and figure this thing out because I do think it's the best way and I have these like tertiary reactions with other people. Like where are all I'll be walking through the forest and then someone will fly by on their magical fire pony dragon and I'm like, "Hey, where do I get one of those?" Yeah. You it's, know? It's, it's, like, it's Come on, man. Or I play the bard class there are a lot of other people that do and when you do that you can play like whatever you music you want that's in the game you can get orchestration roles that automatically play it you can play whatever you want I was like walking by and there was a group of them playing music from uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas just hanging out in my hometown a group of bards and I was like hey can I be in it I don't I haven't mastered my instrument I don't know what I'm doing but this is dope that this is a thing you can just do is just stand around playing Nightmare Before Christmas in this game like it's amazing the options that are in front of you it's
2: your first time in an mmo is truly special you'll never (laughs) ever ever recapture that feeling i guarantee it because you just it's just a world of wonder and i look i perfect way to put it i still love mmos but like today if i'm doing something in wow and i'm like oh i don't know how to do this okay wowhead.com how the fuck do i do this yeah. It'll give yeah. you like a step by step, do exactly this, that, yeah. and the other thing, and it's like all right, I, I did it. Done, next thing. It's it's right. a lot
1: more of a checklist, but yep. I like Guild Wars was like that too. Before the Guild like
2: my friends and I that
1: used to play together, we we hated the Guild Wiki. Yep. because it yep. ruined the figure out how to play the game aspect of it, and we really liked that. Discover the game, yep. figure it out. Um I the way that you captured time. like elite spells in that game was insane you had to go and kill the boss that had that skill and before the guild wiki existed you didn't know where those bosses were like you just had to like stumble upon this dude with an elite skill and be like oh we captured this now and like right it was it was just a crazy way to build the the game and I mean, then even- when that when that stuff comes along it's a nice resource to have because it it really is like a big quality of life yeah like, for where sure we are like oh it's so nice that i can look this up but then you become totally reliant on it
0: yeah
2: <laughs> oh don't worry he's checked out fantasy star don't yeah, even worry. I that. yeah <laughs> I
1: have, i've already been plenty into fantasy
2: yeah, it's there's just a special feeling. Not even like things like that. When when you're still learning the game, and something about the class you're playing just clicks in your yeah. mind all of a sudden. Like you start to understand fundamentally how to play the game a little bit better, and it just
1: still waiting on that for fire mage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I will it say I joked earlier about not knowing mine, but I. You're right. You're right. I've, I know, I certainly know it better than I did at the beginning of a realm reborn. I understand. And I looked some stuff up on the FF 14. You Wiki should do watch and, yeah. YouTube videos. I watch,
1: I watch YouTube video on the how to's and like the ins and outs of things. And if, cause it feels great when you're like learning a class and you're putting all this time into it. And it's just like, I feel like something's off here. I feel like I'm something's missing off. something, like, oh, and then the, and then it like thing. locks into place, and yep. so you see yep. how it's supposed to be done, and then you do it, and it's just like, oh my oh. god, like yeah. this feels amazing,
0: right? Every time I, I finish a dungeon without dying, I just turn to Kate and go, I didn't mess up. Look, I didn't I didn't do anything. None. We we did it the whole time. I didn't screw up the party. Hooray! <laughs> It's uh, yeah. yeah. It's. I was going to say, go, go ahead, Rudo. No, Here no, you no. You're good. Because <laughs> you were talking about the the world of wonder, and I had just said something. I, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. It might have been on that panel Star Wars conversation we we did with Trey and Will and Cora. And I've always thought of specfic, right? Speculative fiction, which broadly incorporates science fiction and fantasy. That mm. that's what most of us get out of it that's what it's for it's that sense of wonder is aj laughing at me or the comments i'm not sure yet <laughs> something else entirely all right i was gonna say or something on twitter we'll get an update from aj in a minute but <laughs> um you know I, I really think that that's whether you're going back to the original you know hercules and odysseus and these stories the myth, the legends comic books speculative fiction it's it's all about that wonder. And because in those genres, kind of everything is on the table, you can endlessly yeah. wonder about what you might see or what happened. And walking through an MMO is like directing that wonder yourself, right? That that around every every time you go to a new area of the map, it's a sense of discovery. Every new character, every new class type, every new thing you can do with crafting or whatever. And it just fills you with that sense and it's for me, it was almost too much, but now that I understand the mechanics of it, I'm like, yeah, I could spend forever here and not even necessarily finish the story of the game, though that's what I'm most interested in. You can just hang out because around every corner is something and you have, you have no idea what it could be, and it could be anything. I, I, I
2: think part of it, too, is a lot of the time you don't know any better. Like The first time I ever raided in WoW, I got in a guild we had no idea what we were doing. We were going through the raid, a 10 man raid and we killed the first boss and we can't kill anything else. And, you know, months later I find out join a different guild and it turns out that guild was absolutely horrendous at the game, but I didn't know. Like at the time it was just like, Oh, this is sweet. We just killed a a infinite level boss that I have no idea. This seems incredibly difficult to me. And you, you, There's just nothing else
1: I've ever experienced in gaming quite like raiding. Yeah.
2: Especially like the bigger the numbers, too 20, Mm -hmm. 25 people all working together to take down like a single enemy. It's just.
1: Yeah. it's 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 literally one friggin' boss. You walk into a room and you're like, it's like you and 20 people. And you're like, okay, like imagine. Like, pick 19 people. If you happen to know 19 people, who would show up? Find 19 people to walk into a room with you and be like, okay, we're going to go after this one dude. And it's like the coordination involved and, like, you learn. You walk in there and you get stepped on. Like, you start a fight and you're like, okay, like, we're doing this thing. And then you get your ass kicked and you're like, okay, well, what happened? And then you just learn. Yeah, And you just keep figuring it out and you keep grinding through it, and it is legitimately in my entire gaming life, it's one of the most satisfying things I've ever done.
0: Yeah, do you- that's bad, Randy. Was that a uh, first WoW experience was Vanilla WoW on the worst guild server? Doesn't sound fun at all.
2: When, uh, when Classic released, I think Guilds leveled 1 to 60 and killed Ragnaros inside of five days. So,
0: Interesting question from Meeks. What are your thoughts on the MMO character being the hero versus just another dude in the world? I don't care. I, I think a lot of people like the concept of
2: being just another dude in the world. But if you're just another dude in the MMO world, your character can't do anything cool you kind of, it's, it's a little bit tropey for sure, but you kind of have to force the player role into at least some level of heroism because if you're just,
1: why would you be needed?
2: Yeah. Right. Like if you're just common farmer, man, like this is why I hate Eve online because I don't want to sit there and farm asteroids for 300 hours to even be allowed to play the game. (laughs) So yeah, it's,
1: as long as I feel good in combat, I don't really care what my backstory is. I don't really yeah. mind. The, I, like, I enjoy the storyline of Shadowlands. Um, I didn't really enjoy or pay a whole lot of attention to BFAs. Not I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy what's going on in Shadowlands, where the story is. I don't really know how we got here. There's a lot of characters from a lot of expansions built up here. A lot of history to get to where the, it is. I'm okay with that, though. And and I like what's going on, but it's not a major deal to me. Oh,
2: I, I mean, I think
1: that's
0: a Just great my part. Guy
1: wearing my gear in the cutscene don't don't have <laughs> be like a stock thing. Yeah, so and I my think guy wearing my character and use my goddamn name. Of the voiceover can call me hero or whatever. Placeholder, yeah, champion. Uh-huh. I'm cool with that. But otherwise, like, you know cater to me it's catered.
2: and but I think that's a great thing about MMOs if you want to get immersed in the entire world story you can yeah. but you can also just pick up whatever storylines you want to follow like mm-hmm. you don't have to follow them all you just do this was dope let's go find out more about this thing
0: so there was a really fun trick and there's a little spoilers involved here for the early part of heaven'sward but that 14 pulled off with that because they had they were kind of having their cake and eating it, too, where, like, for the big cinematics at the very beginning and ends of games, they would have that kind of stand-in hero protagonist. You've probably seen the character on the front of the original game, kind of brown-haired dude, just your everyday warrior of light, right? And they had that person as a stand-in. But then while you're playing the game, you do have, it's your gear, it's it's your character through all the big cutscenes or whatever. But then when it would go to just the very end game stuff, he's there, but it turns out that dude's actually in the game now. He's a character in the game. And it's like a mirror, polar opposite, warrior of darkness versus warrior of light situation. I thought that was very, very clever because I'm sure that's not what they intended to do, right? It was just, like you said, the champion or the hero, the stand-in, and you, you, you get that it's the supposed to be for your character, and then they flip that on its head and went, like, nope, that's actually somebody else. You're maybe not the only hero of the story.
2: That's one of the beauties, I think, I'm of a, con- sure a continual game world. I mean, AJ and I will will talk for days about how much we hate Zombie, but the WoW community love that character. And Blizzard went, you know what? In a future patch, we'll add more content in for that type of thing because that's what the community wants. So it's...
1: Heroes! <laughs> Shut
2: up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it... It's one of those things where it's like DLC in single player games, but the DLC never stops coming. There's always something more. There's always the next thing. Even if you feel like you've done everything in the game currently, in six months, there'll be another patch with a whole bunch of new stuff. Right.
0: I can't imagine actually trying to be. Remember the word completionist? back before these games like trying to do everything in an mmo the size of wow or 14 you just, you can't that was actually a big deal in guild job. wars
1: uh so yeah. guild wars had titles uh which were just like achievements for accomplishing certain things and the idea was to max out um as many titles as you could and the vast majority of them were completionist um collect all the skills in the game collect all the elite skills in the game Right. Beat every dungeon in the game. Beat every quest. You know every whatever. Um, unlock unlock a hundred percent of the map. Um, and and that, even that was hard to do. You had to actually install an extra program that showed you where the on the map you were missing. I I never actually got it. I have I'm at like ninety nine point seven percent on my guy. Um, and it was called like Cartographer and that was a huge deal in guild wars was maxing out titles
2: there were i what i believe to be the coolest event in video game history was the original opening of the gates of onkaraj uh it was a server wide event on every server in world of warcraft where both factions had to gather at what was at the time considered like obscene amounts of resources it take it took some servers literally months of real-life time to collect enough stuff to trigger the events of, of this event. And then there was a seven-day-long event for the entire server where you would essentially fight a war in the open world. And it was a fucking disaster at the time. The servers would crash every 15 minutes. It was just chaos. But it created this event where at the end of it, after having done this absurd quest line that is stupid tier long. A handful of people on the server, and at the time, we're talking about maybe like 15 to 20 people on these servers of thousands and thousands and thousands of players, would ring this gong to open the gates of Ankaraj, and they would get a black uh, Ankaraj battle tank mount. And if you had one of those back in the day, you were just... You were the you pimp. A god among men. Yeah, like <laughs> the
1: status symbol stuff that they give you in games is interesting. Where it's like when people yep. see it, they're like, oh. because in like in Guild Wars, it was pets. They were mini pets mm-hmm. where you could you could bust them out and they would like run along beside you and they didn't do anything. They were mm-hmm. they were purely just like oh, I own these.
2: Yep. And
1: the thing was, it was about collecting them, and then you would see people who had certain ones and like. One time, I saw the panda, and there were only ten people in the entire world who had the panda, because they had to com- they had to win, they had to compete and win in the PvP World Championships, and so it was like they got a special thing, right? Yeah. And so this guy was like, oh, I took I took so many
2: screenshots. Of that
1: and <laughs> it's, it's it in the, the wild just, was awesome.
2: It's the scope of it, right? I mean, yeah the word epic has been murdered to death and back at, at this point, but
1: yeah. Thanks adults. <laughs> Thanks old people. You guys thought it was so cool when we started using it in video games and you,
2: everything was epic. You guys then, everything? It's, and again, it, just to, I guess to kind of start tying all this up, it's the human element that makes those types of achievements truly incredible. The, I love single player games, but the, the feeling of, Taking down that big boss in the world that built it up to be this super epic story in a single player is great. Mm-hmm. To do it in a multiplayer world where whether it be fighting with or against other people is just a completely different experience.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
1: I mean killing Denathrius, dude. Yeah. You play through the whole storyline of Shadowlands and you're like this is a this is a bad dude. Yep. He, and he then worked. you like you like roll into his castle, and you're like, okay, well, we're gonna go explore this castle. You walk in, and a dragon attacks you, and you gotta kill that guy. And you gotta kill. You gotta go down in the dungeon. And you gotta kill the guy with his dogs that are that are attacking you, and they all do different things. You gotta. It's so just the, the theory of it is awesome that you just like work your way through this castle, and then okay, great, you've you've destroyed the castle. You make it all the way up to the top. Mario style, and then you get there, and it's like Denathrius and you're like,
2: uh, "Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those. I guess I'll try and frame it a little bit better in a single player game. If a boss just stomps you, you either understand you did something completely wrong, or you're just like, okay, I'm not high enough level. I need to come back later. Yep.
1: Those are literally your only options. Your, your options.
2: Yeah. yeah, and in in a WoW raid, in an in an MMO experience with larger groups, you go in and if you try to do that single player, you would get stomped and you'd realize that your only option is to get help from other players.
1: And then you go in and you do it with 20 people and you have to be well-coordinated yeah. and you have to, have, everybody has to know what's going on. Everybody has to, because random elements apply to random people. You're going to end up with chains on on you and another person. And if you aren't standing right next to each other, you're both dead. <laughs> yeah, dead. And it's And it's very difficult when it's like, okay, you think, oh, how hard is it to stand next to somebody? And then things start falling out of the sky on you and your instincts, both of your instincts kick in. Or like how, are, how are how are you goes right? <laughs> exactly. And then that chain just goes and snaps in half, and then you both die. And then it's just it's 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 a tremendous challenge. And and my favorite part of gaming these days is playing with friends and accomplishing something cool. Um I love the teamwork aspect of it. It's my favorite part of of it's why I've like single player gaming is something I only sparsely do. And I'm all about co-op gaming and, and gaming with other people now because I just wanna do stuff that requires teamwork. And there's nothing that requires more teamwork than than raid life, you, man. It's, you, you can't even even at our shitty people. low level where I don't know where I'm what I'm doing and I'm bad at the game, it's still a tremendous I'm amount of fun.
0: Still scared of those big raids. I haven't done a big, big raid yet in fourteen, but I'm gonna have to soon because they open up basically like one of the worlds of the previous games. There's a whole, and you guys might be familiar with this. There's like a side Final Fantasy thing, the world of Ivalice, Mm -hmm. which is where like tactics and games like Vagrant Story, things that aren't even necessarily directly in the Final Fantasy world, except 12. That's the big one that, and I've come up, basically, I have that raid available to me. It's like, I want to go back to that world. I love that world from those old games that I played, but I'm scared. So y'all are giving me the courage. I'm finding the strength from the two of you and from the DNVR community here to just jump full on, because I feel like I've been two thirds into this MMO pool, right? I'm not I'm not I, it would it would be unfair or inaccurate for me to say I'm a fan of MMOs. I've played one. Uh, but I'm very, very much enjoying it. and I think I'm right on that cusp there of getting into it fully in a way that you can experience it to its greatest extent because at this point, I'm basically experiencing it as a solo player occasionally interacts with other people when i have to it's
2: you should go to the raids man it, in final fantasy 14 i know it, it'll be hard because you're constantly panicking and trying not to poop your pants in raids the whole time yeah, but that find a moment to look around the, the raid because the final fantasy raids are beautiful i mean the the artwork they put in there is amazing I, it's some of the best stuff i've ever seen in, in an mmo yeah i mm-hmm
1: michael you haven't even started to learn to play wow yet my man yeah dude
2: (laughs) dude, the game doesn't even begin until you hit 60 dude (laughs) when
1: you hit uh, when you hit
2: 60 then
1: we can start to get into the real stuff (laughs) like all you've done is learn how to run around and play your character a little bit you haven't even you haven't even unlocked the full potential of that class yet
0: (laughs) oh it's uh it's an amazing amazing world well i wanted to finish with this thought unless you have any i mean throw whatever else you've been thinking about throughout the day i mean but i wanted to Ask you about the future of MMOs? Yeah, I, I just double checked this because I wanted to be sure. And yes, World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen are way, way above uh, third place right now. No, fourth place is Guild Wars two. Where did third place go? Oh, Elder Scrolls Online is in third place. Uh, but fourteen, <laughs> it's crazy to me ESO is still a thing. Yeah, right. Um, do those two franchises continue to dominate? Is there A new entrant into this field, and is there, you know, we've talked before about the possibility of the Harry Potter thing, and then now it looks like that's eventually going to be a thing. There's talks about Star Wars open world. I don't know if it's Star Wars MMO. I know there is galaxies. Yeah. Um there's there is a Star Trek MMO that is Yeah, uh, (laughs) don't play that game. Uh, there's like a free DC one too. We've talked before about how comic books. It's amazing that there isn't a. Phenomenal DC Online movie. was really
1: good for a while. There, it was. I really liked it a lot. It was. It was a lot of fun. And like, let's be real. Like the the, the concept of like create your character, and then you're like, are you a hero? Are you a villain? What are your powers going to be? How do you want to look? Like, what color is your cape? Like, what's like, what's your it what's is your a comic jam? Book. It, it was awesome. I made
2: mean, I, I made, made I made in that game <laughs>
0: Bronco bot.
2: but yeah, it was awesome. The combat in that game was a letdown for me, but it yeah. I, there were like there were a lot of
1: problems with it. but I like the concept of it was so cool and the fact that it it pulled up short was a big disappointment
2: it, for the entirety it's, of the modern MMO genre, Wow has been the king. And yeah. it, it's going to remain the king. Shadowlands has already been enough of a success that it will remain on top and it will not be threatened for at least another like four or five years.
1: Yeah, until until WoW's expansion after the next expansion. Yep.
0: If the Harry Potter game is just amazing, there's not enough of a built-in audience there, you think, to, to launch it. It's hard for MMOs it, to go to the moon immediately, though, right? We've learned that with a 14th thing was unique, but like it takes like five years for you to even make a dent in the thing. So maybe not. I don't know. The problem
2: there is 90% of MMOs cannot survive. Right. Being a subscription service. Right. A year or two later, they all go free to play and the quality drops and they just can't keep up with the big names anymore. Yeah. Um. There are a couple names on the horizon. I I struggle with Harry Potter because the problem with MMOs is the way they survive and be successful is they thrive heavily off of their hardcore fan base. And Harry Potter will bring in a billion casual players, but will there be enough of a hardcore MMO fan base, not Harry Potter fan base, MMO fan base that sticks around?
1: You've you've got to, because those are the people who drive your subs like, and you've got to have something for them to do every day. They've gotta to want to make alter all characters, so you have to have multiple good classes. You can't just be like, "Well, you're a wizard and you did this," like, right? It's it's not no. Yeah. Uh, you need you need strong classes. You need varied gameplay. You need really really identifiable roles that are distinct, distinctly different from one another. Yeah. Way different playstyles to appeal to all personalities. You need end game content you need daily content you have to give your people reasons to play every single day yeah and that's the challenge when you're talking about creating an MMO you have to have you have to have a world that is worth being invested in on a daily basis and at worst a weekly basis otherwise they're not going to give you a monthly subscription
2: it has yeah. to be baseline good I've I've having played WoW for over a decade if you come out with a game that has one gimmick that is super duper cool WoW's going to copy that gimmick and put
0: it in its game and be like hey we have that too now <laughs> We can also do that because we can do everything in these games Yep yeah yeah i uh I, I you know i could see something like if there was a really great star wars one but uh, or star trek one for that matter those are the yeah. kinds of things where there's a lot of potential Everyone's also the old yeah. republic was going to be that and then it, wasn't, and it so. wasn't it just wasn't and so there's a lot of landmines for that as well so I, I think you guys are probably right we'll continue to see wow be the king 14 will continue to remain very very strong and these other guys will be doing their best to hang in there um i do wonder as we move more toward as you talked about like dlc and subscriptions and all this stuff if there is a a potential boom in the future of this just kind of becoming the normal way to game where all games are kind of mmos right i can see where you know hey i want to play a fighting game but basically i'm going into an mmo world and then i find someone to go fight i've got my character they've got theirs it's not that much different from what you're doing now, right? Or racing games, there are several that exist that way now. I, I feel like this could be just sort of be how people subscribes to, subscribe to games in the
2: future. We're we're bringing it back. The revitalization of the overworld in video games. Yeah. Where now instead of you on a, on a Mario screen, it's a thousand people in the
0: overworld moving around trying to figure stuff out. Right. Totally. All right. Well, yeah. That was fun. That was interesting. I think. I don't know. Let us know what you think out there. Whether you're in the comments here, hit us up on social medias on the. Make sure you're following the DNVR Gaming Twitter handle. Also at Drew Creesman, at AJ Hayfley, at Rudo. Just what it was. Your
2: uh my name's it's Nathan Double it's Underscore Nathan. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
0: we gotta. Who does? Do you know who has at Rudo? Is there somebody out I, there? That, I don't know who has it. No. <laughs> We need to launch a campaign to get you just at Rudo that this needs to happen in the meantime. (laughs) So let us know what you what your favorite MMOs are. If you think we left anything out of the conversation, always let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes. One of the best ways to do that, if you don't happen to be here live as we're recording or if you're not really big into the social media experience, but you are subscribed to the dnvr.com for all of our sports stuff, we well, can come hang out in the discord, our private chat channel. Let us know all of your favorite video games, what you'd like for us to talk on uh, future episodes. Oh, Cygnus got a great point. Check if at Roo Bro is taken. That's my burner. now. That's my burner. <laughs> <laughs> this, these are things that we got to make happen. And I promise I'll give you all an update once I've joined a guild and have taken the scary plunge of trying to be social with a video game. Where normally I'm just trying to crush dudes at MLB The Show and that's like the only interaction I have <laughs> <laughs> with people. And then I get mad when I don't. It's not the most healthy relationship I have with strangers online arguably. So, we'll see if we can do a little something about that. Thank you all for hanging out with us, listening to and or watching the show today. For AJ and Rudo, I'm Drew Creamerman. Thanks for watching and we will see you next time.